Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 118 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast what you need to know before open to buy. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Before I get started on today's episode, I wanna give a shopkeeper shout out. I haven't done this in a while, but a few weeks ago, Leanne Miller of Porto Interiors stopped in my store in Lakewood, Ohio. Leanne lives in North Carolina, but she was visiting family in the Cleveland area. And Leanne is a podcast listener, and she took the time to visit my store to introduce herself and say hi. And I was just so touched that she took the time to do this. It was really sweet, and we were both excited to meet each other. Leanne is an interior designer who is working on opening a retail business, a retail store of her own. So Leanne, I just want you to know it was so nice meeting you. I wish we had more time to chat, but of course the store started to get busy and we didn't have any other time, but I I just genuinely appreciated that you stopped by the store. I thought it was so sweet of you. If you want to follow Leanne on Instagram, it's at Porto, P-O-R-T-O, Interiors, and we'll be sure to link her Instagram in the show notes too. Okay, let's get started on this episode. My intention for this episode is to talk about open to buy, which is also referred to as OTB, so I might just keep it simple and (laughs) knock it down to the initials during this podcast episode. And I want to talk about this today because I don't think I've ever really talked about it on the podcast, but more importantly, I want to talk about it to educate you about what you can do before you even consider using open-to-buy planning for your retail business. So some of you may be wondering, maybe you've never heard of this. Maybe you haven't heard that there are actually companies out there that offer this service. Maybe you've never heard of this type of planning for retail stores, but open to buy is the management of purchasing dollars in relation to sales and inventory levels. I'm going to say that one more time. And when I say open to buy, it's like a planning method. So you understand open to buy is the management of purchasing dollars in relation to sales and inventory levels. It's a tool that you can use to keep your store profitable And what it does, it it makes the best use of buying budget dollars. It helps you plan for purchases. It helps you control inventory levels. And it informatively forecasts sales for your retail store. But many micro retailers, including me, find the process both confusing and intimidating. Most of us have no formal retail merchandising or any kind of retail business training or education. That's the one thing I often hear by people that join the lab is they say like, man, I feel like this is like business school for retailers, or I'm so glad I found the lab or master shopkeepers because I don't have a business degree and this teaches me all of the tools that I need to run my retail business. 
But most of us don't have that formal training. We haven't learned how to run a retail business. And if we do, or if we have, it's definitely by trial and error, right? Like we make mistakes, we learn, we shift. Or we learn from somewhere, we, again, we shift. Often with no real strategy or plan. Some retailers, I will say, they hit it out of the ballpark with inventory. Yeah, I see you unicorns out there. I do. However, most of us don't, and many retailers struggle in this area, particularly with overbuying. So the idea that there's a tool that will tell us when and how much to buy and that it will keep us on budget and profitable, whoa, like, of course this is appealing, right? I completely get it. Micro-retailers gravitate towards the elusive open-to-buy planning because we want the magic pill, especially if this area of your business is a struggle, if you're often overstocked or understocked, or even if you're not profitable. Now, I am not an OTB expert, but I have spent the past couple years actually longer than the past couple years, probably the past four years, working on understanding what it is, how it's used. I even created a spreadsheet to manage this for my own business to test it out and to share it with Master Shopkeepers, which I'll talk about in a little bit. This is still a work in progress. Now, I could get into the OTB formula and the details of it, but I won't in this episode. And it's with good reason. So let me explain. So between my own research, lots of group conversations, plenty of one-on-one client conversations, I have come to the conclusion that micro-retailers have a list of things to learn and do before OTB can be considered or implemented. So here's my list. These are the things that I think all micro-retailers should do before they get into OTB. So number one, preparation is necessary. Retailers can't just jump into OTB. I mean, I guess you could hire a company to do this and they'll guide you and tell you what to set up if you're completely new and you know offhand, like immediately that you want someone to do this for you. Yes, you could do that. But most of us From what I know of group members and most people that listen to the podcast, there is some prep work that needs to be done. So of course, you're going to consider this podcast episode as part of your prep work. Number two is you need a good inventory system. And this is an inventory system where all items that are in your store are accounted for with an actual cost for each item. Not that you're just listing them in Square or Shopify and then they come up with the price that you scan. What's really important here is the cost of the item is being tracked in addition to the retail price of the item or what it sells at. And that all of your products are categorized where you can calculate your total inventory or inventory by category for that matter where you can run a report and you can read these reports from your system that tell you, for instance, what is all of your inventory right now, either at cost or at retail in your store. I could go on and on on what a good inventory system can tell you, but those are just some of the most important things that you would want to track. You actually might be surprised at some of the reporting your system offers if you just look into it. 
Now, of course, this is going to be different, but if you use Lightspeed or Vend, Shopify, you would need to add an app in order to get good reports. Same with Square, you would need to pay for the Square retail paid version in order to get access to good inventory reports. And every system is different. I use Shopventory. It is listed in my Tools of the Trade resource. I use it for my own retail business, and this is where we track information. But it's really important for you to have all of this in place before you can even implement OTB. It has to be in place. Number three is one year of clean data is a really great start. So again, you don't have to have a full year. If you were to hire a company to do OTB for you, it seems like they could just go ahead and use maybe your projections to do this. But again, if you're a retailer and you want to do some of this work yourself, this is the work that I'm going to talk about in this episode, ideally it would be nice if you had one year of good inventory data. In order to do any kind of analytical work, it's always important to have data and clean data at that. So this means your inventory counts are are accurate, so you reconcile your inventory on a regular basis. And that all fields, again, including the cost of all items, are um, accounted for or that they're filled in. Again, one year of inventory management data is ideal but not necessary. And the one thing that I just forgot to mention is for step number two that I mentioned, there's an actual podcast episode that you might want to listen to on setting up or why inventory management is really important and why it is a valuable tool. So you're going to go back and listen to episode 20 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. That's number 20. We'll link it in the show notes. For step number three, I want to make sure that I mention that there is a good lesson on inventory management basics, where people often have questions about all of those fields in an inventory system. What do they mean? And how do you know what to fill in? So if you want to watch that video lesson, if you're a Shopkeepers Lab member or a Master Shopkeepers member, you're going to find that under the inventory module in the lab. But we will also link this in the show notes so you can just click on the link. And if you log into the Academy, you can start watching. The fourth thing that's important is to understand your own data and inventory turn. This might be a new term to you. Maybe you've never heard of inventory turn. Some people call it turnover, inventory turnover. In the online world, people often say that you should know or learn how to run, like let's say, for example, Facebook and Instagram ads before you hire this out. Or even in any business, you'll hear people say that it's helpful to understand your bookkeeping and financial reports before you hire this out too. I do think that this logic kind of applies here. It's important for you to learn about categorizing your products, for example, to learn how to calculate inventory turnover for your own business, and to learn the concept in general and what it is and what the results tell you about your business. So this would be number four is to understand that information once you put it into your system and to be able to calculate inventory turn for all of your inventory. Again, I have to be careful here because I could go down a rabbit hole, but there's a whole lesson in the lab, plus some really helpful worksheets for calculating turn. If you're a group member, again, you're going to visit the inventory management module 
and it is the inventory turn lesson. We'll link it in the show notes too. We'll also link the two helpful worksheets that are in the lab regarding inventory turn. An inventory turn is actually something I know micro retailers can figure out and use. I've been teaching it and group members are learning from it. It's an incredibly helpful tool that I use for my own business. In fact, I use my own Savvy Shopkeeper worksheets to calculate this. And I usually do this in January before we head to America's Mart. The results are always so insightful. Even when I think I know my own business, I know our customers, and we know what they're buying, doing this exercise every year still enlightens me. Trust me, I'm enlightened about my business, about particularly the performance of product categories every year. It happens. So you might be wondering, like, Kathy, tell me more. What does that mean? What are you enlightened about? One example I can give is I was really enlightened a few years ago when I ran inventory turnover. I think it was for the first time. And I realized our baby category, it performs okay. And I think I've mentioned this in the podcast before, but it was moving slow enough that I should not have been dedicating as much square footage to this display in our store. Again, it was the inventory turn that was slower that told this to me. And then to give another example, this year I learned kitchen goods is a growing category in my own store. So maybe this is a category that we should lean into and buy more of. And again, I had no idea until I did the inventory turnover exercise. So just to kind of recap what I've talked about so far, what I'm trying to tell you is, There are things that you can do before you jump into trying to hire someone for open to buy or trying to use a spreadsheet or trying to understand what it is and how to implement it. So I just want to recap four steps before I get to the fifth. The first one is just to prepare. Again, that's listening to this podcast episode. Number two is to have a good inventory system. Number three is to have one year of clean data. And number four is to understand that information and understand what inventory turn is and how to calculate it. Once you're there, once you've done all of these things, if at this point you still seem to struggle with inventory, now is the time to consider open to buy and what your options are regarding open to buy. So option one is to maybe look into your point of sale system and see if they offer some type of advanced reporting, like an open to buy module or app or tool. If you can access and or pay for that, it's probably worth considering. Like I mentioned earlier, you can hire a company, an agency or a consultant to do this for your business too. If you do, You'll be glad you listen to this podcast episode because I genuinely think you'll be more prepared for that initial phone call. Let me add that the two most popular systems for store owners in the Savvy Shopkeeper community are Square and Shopify. Neither have this function, the OTB module or tool or reporting. There might be an app in Shopify that you can add, but again, I don't know, and I didn't research that before I recorded this podcast episode. But I think maybe like an example of a system, a point of sale system that does offer it, it could be Lightspeed. For some reason, that that's coming up in my brain. Like I worked with a client 
who has light speed, and if they paid for advanced reporting, they would get either inventory turn reports or OTB, I can't remember. Again, my point here is look into your point of sale system and see if they offer something regarding OTB and or inventory turn for that matter. The second option you have regarding OTB, and I just briefly mentioned it, is to hire a company to handle it for you. There are companies and consultants who offer this as a service. I normally would recommend someone, but I don't have anyone that I have experience with or that I've built a relationship to do this, so I don't want to mention any names. But from what I know, it seems to cost, on average, if people do hire this out, anywhere from like $300 to $500 a month and or they take a percentage of your sales. And that way, their service, what they charge you, grows as your business grows. And then the last option regarding OTB is I want you to know that in the future, probably 2022 or 2023, is that I'll add the OTB spreadsheet that I created into the lab as a lesson. Right now, it's only available in Master Shopkeepers as I test and validate it. But I do want this to be a resource for shopkeepers in our communities in the future, but I just want to make sure that I teach it correctly and that the spreadsheet is correct and accurate before I do anything like that. I think you all know at this point I'm very transparent, so I just want you to know where that project stands. So I would say that's in the works, but not quite ready yet. So to wrap things up, I know the Savvy Shopkeeper community pretty well. And I feel confident saying that many retailers in our community probably aren't quite ready for OTB or they aren't ready to hire this out. I also feel confident that Googling about OTB will only leave you feeling confused, annoyed, and frustrated. Why? Because no one explains what I just explained in this episode. Open to buy articles, even videos on YouTube, it like they like beeline directly to giving you the formula. And coming from a person who loves formulas, this is something that has really annoyed me because no one is given the background or they don't tell you what to do to get to the point where you can actually use the formula. The content in those articles you find do not cover a roadmap to OTB or for that matter, alternatives to OTB. And that's essentially what I just covered in this episode. And the alternative is to set up the system that you need, learn about inventory turnover, and calculate inventory turnover for your business. This is one of the many reasons why I started Savvy Shopkeeper. As I worked on this podcast episode, I could feel the years of my own frustration like oozing out of me. Because I kept going to some of my notes about open to buy. I have a whole Trello board filled with information. And every time I went back there, it just frustrated me even more. And that's when I had the aha moment that no one talks about what I just talked about in this episode. So I know this is probably how you're feeling too. All this to say that yes, OTB can be an extremely helpful tool for retailers. Yes, you could hire this out sooner than later, maybe even at the beginning of your business. And yes, you can take some steps to head towards calculating OTB for yourself and or you can hire it out. 
However, what I hope is the biggest takeaway from this episode is that if you invest some time into building a solid inventory management strategy and you learn about inventory churn, this is also a very valuable tool too. And the one step I know micro retailers can learn and implement before considering OTB. If you truly hate data, formulas, analysis, and you have the budget to hire this out, by all means, go ahead. But if you're sitting here thinking, there's no way I can figure that out, trust me, you can. And if you're a group member of the Shopkeepers Lab or Master Shopkeepers, or you've been thinking about joining, and I should say, hint, hint, Master Shopkeepers, the application will open again to applicants in mid-May. But anyhow, if you're thinking this, if you're thinking like, oh, I don't know, I don't know if I could figure out inventory turnover, I'm actually going to challenge you to visit the show notes for this episode and take it one step at a time by listening or watching the content, the lessons, the podcast episode that we're going to have it linked in the show notes. Now, again, you have to be a group member to access everything except for the podcast episode that I mentioned. But I do, I am speaking to the group members because I think it's important for you to know that if you just take it step by step, you can do this. And that calculating inventory turnover for your business is really enlightening. One of the benefits of being a group member is that you can watch the video lessons, listen to the podcast episode, take in the content, grab the worksheets. And even if you still have questions, you can ask all the follow-up questions you want in our groups. You have me and plenty of other group members to help answer your questions. And again, I always say this, but no question is stupid. We've all probably had the same questions that you've had. One more thing that I want to mention is I know there are other retail experts who listen to this podcast. If you're an OTB expert or you provide the service for micro retailers, go ahead and reach out to me. I would love to have a conversation with you and maybe even partner on something. Use the contact form on my website to reach out. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 118. Again, that's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 118. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.